This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We just had the buzz with Bill Shackleton, and on the recent episode of the best of the Buzz with Bill, this is a compilation of the month's uh, Buzz with Bill segments, all wrapped up in one pretty package podcast. Anyways, this recent episode of the Buzz um, that was released this past Saturday, Bill tells us about citizens of Japan maybe losing their health insurance if they don't purchase digital IDs. Huge. Major problem that he discussed on a former Buzz with Bill. Also, in Europe, restaurants are combating the energy crisis by participating in a dining in the dark campaign, and we kind of wondered how long that was going to last and how much impact it made as well. That's the best of the Buzz released the first Saturday of every month. The recent episode is out, so check it out on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Ramia Amadin here with Margaret Weldon, and this is Kelly and Company. All right, so at this time on the Chatty Bookshelf, we talk thing, all things audio. Let's bring Ryan Hui on. Who knew an entire library could fit inside your pocket? My name is Ryan Hui. This is the Chatty Bookshelf, and we talk all things audiobooks. Hello, Ryan. How are you this afternoon? Hey, guys. I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're good. It's a Friday. We're winding down for the weekend, you know. Best day of the week. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Where did you want to start today? So I had a really great opportunity. Um, I made it out to Calgary for some uh, Diabetes Canada stuff this week. And um, it yeah. was really, really cool. Uh, but to be honest, I missed that southwestern Ontario weather. Uh, I left Windsor and it was 18 degrees. I got to Calgary. It was negative 15 and there was 20 centimeters of snow on the ground. I've never experienced something like that in November in, in, in my life. It was, uh, I, I couldn't believe it was the same country. I know. We used That's to what it is. That. Have you ever been to Calgary before or any part of Alberta? No, that was my first time in Alberta. Oh, and wow. I think I'm going to leave my next visits to like the June, July, August uh, <laughs> month time period kind of thing. I think everything else, uh, I, I'm definitely an indoor cat. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we, we used to get those like those amounts of snow once upon a time that you're t- in, in Ontario, believe it or not. Until they Not in November though, right? I mean, oh, yes. it, this was like... Or October. Really? Sometimes Alberta gets some... Some yeah. snow, maybe not storms in, yeah, October. <laughs> it, it was a really, really great event, though. Um, I, I've the, the, Just Calgary is really great. I could see why the Olympics was held there. Uh, and it, the, you know what? Um, they, I even got to meet uh, some a couple of famous people. So this was really cool. And uh, the Calgary Public Library has got it going on, that's for sure. Uh, they have a ton of programming. Uh, and um, I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what was the event like then? So like, like, I, um, I, I know on, you. I know you're saying it was great and all that, but what what was it like? Not just from the perspective of being great, but um, was the facility big? You go ahead and tell your story. Of course. So um, on Wednesday evening, I got an opportunity with about let's say give or take two hundred other folks uh, to meet. Uh, Brian Trottier, who is um, a Canadian legend, a hockey legend. He's won the Stanley Cup seven times, an Art Ross trophy, a Conn Smythe, the Hart trophy. He's very, very decorated. 
uh, and he just released his memoir. Uh, it's out uh, in audio and on uh, in print and ebook, and he's doing sort of a book tour and a book signing. So this was a pretty intimate event where he got up. Uh, people were asking him questions. He was talking about his childhood, how he got his start uh, in hockey, his gratitude and admiration of his parents, uh, some really funny stories, and uh, it was just an overall a really great night. Uh, it, it was fantastic. Um, it was pretty low key and the, the Calgary public library is, is beautiful. Um, the, we were on the, I want to say the third floor, maybe it was only the second, but it, it was a huge facility, uh, downtown and, um, they had, you know, drinks and, and refreshments and it was just really, really great, really well set up. Uh, it was in conjunction with Penguin Random House at our, our friends over there. So they had some, some folks there and then also a local organization called Word Fest Calgary, which, uh, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit more about in a, in a few minutes, but it was just unbelievable. And Brian Trache was such a nice guy. Um, Love guide dog Joe. I got to ask him a couple of questions and just the stories. I, I could only imagine he had to kind of tame it down for us, right? Being uh, um, <laughs> some of the stories he might have had from behind the scenes, but they were quite funny and it brought me back to my hockey playing days. That's for sure. Did he actually read anything from his memoir? <laughs> So he didn't actually read anything, but he was giving quotes and they were sort of like indirect quotes. So okay. I don't think it was verbatim word for word, but uh, that was actually my question to him. And uh, I, I got um, I got an answer. So I think we're going to play that uh, in a little bit. But my question was, you know, was there any consideration for you to narrate the book? Because it is available on, on audiobooks.com, on all mm -hmm. Audible, um, Apple Books. And Interesting enough, it's a full cast production. There is four people narrating, but the main uh, narrator's name is Sheldon. And um, they do kind of sound similar, but I was just curious if there was any interest from, from Brian's part to kind of read it. Because once we got talking about it, he seemed to be more into the audiobook than the print copy. He was like, it's so cool to hear someone read your uh, what you wrote. And uh, he just went on and on. And uh, it was really great to hear someone that has little to no experience with an audiobook kind of get up and, and into the world that we love so much. Uh, so it was just a, a really great kind of um, experience to hear that from uh, sort of a new audiobook enjoyer. Yeah, because you are super into sports, so you know all about Brian Trottier already. And then you're hella into audiobooks, so uh, might as well bring him into that realm of the Venn diagram as well. But I'm curious because he's the most um, decorated Indigenous athlete of all time. So did he talk a lot about that identity of him or was there a lot more to be discovered? He did touch on it, and uh, he is so humble that he says, and I believe him, but he says he didn't even know that until someone brought it up to him. But I mean, no way. Seven, seven Stanley Cups. I mean, come on, that's a hand and two fingers. Like you're full of rings. It's, it's. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I don't understand how he wouldn't know that. But he was just, he was like, yeah, I'm grateful for it. But what was really funny was he was wearing this gigantic white cowboy hat, uh, and a couple of the people <laughs> described it to me there, and I'm like, wow, I'm like, I didn't picture him to be. Um, you know, a cowboy hat wear, but then he's like, oh, I lived on a ranch in a small town of 600 people in Saskatchewan. I'm like, I get it. I'm like, okay, now oh. I understand. But uh, it was just really funny the way he talked about um, his first pair of skates. And uh, it was just, it's probably a, a much different experience than, um, obviously I didn't go pro, but I played a little bit of junior hockey and it was just such a, 
such a different experience than what I had. And I'm like, wow, this wasn't too long ago. Right. So it was really cool that he kind of went in and touched on that. And, um, he went back to his roots and, uh, how he appreciated what his mom and dad did for him, uh, how he got his start in the, uh, what was the WHL back then, but the NHL and, and all the, the draft kind of competition back then it was it was just a really cool thing um to to hear him kind of go into it but the first question i asked him and it was really cool i want to i want to play the audio for you guys is uh you know like you win the stanley cup seven times like does it change i mean does it is time one that okay well after that it's like oh well i don't want to say i don't care but it's not as interesting or like how did how did time one compare to time three or, or vice versa right and uh and here's what brian had to say Hey guys, uh, my name is Ryan from Windsor, Ontario. Uh, just congratulations on such a successful career and a successful book launch. Um, Thanks, Ryan. Couple of questions here. Uh, first one, I'm a big audiobook uh, lover, so I noticed it's a full cast that reads the book. Was there any consideration for you to do the narration yourself? And then second question would be, um, <coughs> Seven Stanley Cups, uh, undeniable, right? Amazing, and I know that the feeling you know, it doesn't get old, right? But did it ever change, or like what went through your head after time two, or time four, or, or all those times, well, kind of thing? Can I answer those in reverse? <laughs> sure. Like, like the, every time you win the championship, it never gets old. It's like spectacular. It's like, it's like winning the cup for the first time all over again, with a different path, a different journey, a special group of guys, different teams that you play, um, overcoming different challenges. Um, the, the experience of touching the cup and the names and the grade on the cup um, and, and knowing that your name's going to be on there and then you know, seeing your name on there is like surreal to, to a degree. But that emotion and the excitement and that feeling of being eight years old again and envisioning Jean Beliveau or Gordy Howe or Bobby Orr pumping the Stanley Cup over your head, that's what's going through your arteries and through your muscles at that moment. You're like, you're one of them. You're one of the very, very best that accomplished the most spectacular trophy in the world, achievement, and you feel that emotion running through your veins and you just, and you don't know how to express it. And people are screaming at you, we love you, Ryan, I love you too. Like it's just, <laughs> you, don't know, you don't know what to say, you don't know what to do. Um, but as far as narrating the book, I would love to narrate the book. But we ran out of time in order to get get the book done in time, and I, I was not I was not ready to perform the narration that was needed. And we found somebody that was spectacular, who sounded so much like me, a little more Canadian than me, but he was awesome. Sheldon, I can't, well, I can't remember, but he was fantastic. He did a great job. I'm so proud of the work that he did. I'm so proud of the the whole team that we had with the book. And I, I, this might be, but when we when I did the book. I said, I'm gonna do this right. Um, and so we wrote the book, we edited the book, we did everything we had to do. Joe Lee, yeah. of course, singer knows Joe Lee. The team that you have with, with Penguin Ram was spectacular. And uh, working with Stephen Brunt, was, he was a catalyst. He prodded all those wonderful memories out of my body. And you need, you need those, that kind of a team. So when I look at this book, and I'm, I'm so proud of it because they're like, I think a lot of people can relate to a lot of different stuff because it's so Canadian to a degree and it's so um, relatable about music and love of sport and, and this wonderful game of hockey that's a big part of our fabric in, 
in our Canadian society. So I'm so happy because you know, hockey, you know, hockey's Canada is a good world, but it is. And like you said, Singer, it brings people together, but it's wonderful. And, and to have somebody who's a professional narrator narrate the book was for me the, a little bit of icing on the cake because he did such a spectacular job. But if you haven't got the audio version, it is, he did a great job. But the book itself is like, I think it's a little gem. But thank you very much for your, for your questions. We've got another question over there. My goodness, you know, I, I, I like the fact that he even sounds so calm. Ryan, was there anything else you wanted to, to discuss today? He was just such an engaging speaker, and uh, they definitely did it right. Um, there's even some, uh, for our sighted folks out there that are listening, there's some pictures inserted here and there in the print copy of the book uh, and uh, of his parents, of him as a child, and it, it, it's really great. But uh, I am planning to have uh, the host of this event, Shelly, on. We've already uh, talked. We're going to have it a later date, and she's going to come and tell us about all the great things that Calgary's got going on because it's pretty vibrant there, and it's almost every day they have someone in that's signing books or introducing this and they're even starting an audiobook club i don't know what that looks like but uh she was very excited to to have me get involved and to have uh, us get involved so ramya be prepared for that because that's going to be really great i think wow um any other topics today there you know what it's 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 uh, interesting because uh, even in November, right, we're coming up on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So guys, get, get those credit cards ready and get get all that money ready because all the sales mm -hmm. are coming up. And you know what? I know I'll be buying a few and I, I know I talk about it every single year, but there's a lot of books coming out. So um, really keep uh, keep an eye out because there's going to be a lot of giveaways too. So uh, with the American Thanksgiving and all those American holidays coming up. Yeah. so. Really right, great time. really quickly, um, before we have to let you go, tell us a bit about WordFest Cal Calgary. I don't think you touched too much on that yet. Yeah, so they're uh, an organization, and they just uh, they they have some funding uh, from a couple of different places, and they they work in conjunction with the Calgary Library, and they do a bunch of different events, whether it's for kids, whether it's for readers of all ages. Um, they have a bunch of uh, publisher friends like Penguin Random House, uh, Harper Collins, and they they all come in and they, and they do stuff together. There there was signs all over the place. I took a bunch of pictures. Um, I am going to post one a little bit later today with me and the 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 logo for them and it's just it's a really great organization and um the the executive director's name is shelly and like i said we're gonna have her on and she's gonna tell us all about it and do a much better job than me but uh we're, we're planning to have her on in the future because she wants everybody to hear about it and i like that we're bringing a little bit of uh west coast west coast flavor into uh the chatty bookshelf sounds wonderful thanks so much for your time today ryan and we'll chat with you next week have a great weekend, guys. Thank you. That was Ryan Hui from the Chatty Bookshelf, and he joins us next Friday at this time for some more audiobook uh, conversations. We're going to take a look at some of the conversations we had from the past week and weigh in with our thoughts and feelings about them after the break on Cut for Time. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.